this is The Angry Prepper. Today's episode, episode 138. We're going to talk about will you survive starvation during the Great Reset? Now, we have a Great Depression looming, another Great Depression looming. But I think the bigger concern will be the Great Reset. Though the Great Depression or the next Great Depression or the Great Depression 2.0 could be the next of all part of, sorry, the Great Reset. Who knows? But we undoubtedly, guys, are going to see something uh, very new very soon, something we haven't seen. Now, speaking of new, I know a lot of you are saying, I haven't done this video yet. I normally do the videos first, then I do the podcast, but I'm trying something new. So with that, guys, uh, how many Americans are going to be forced into starvation because of all the things that are going on with our food? Though a lot of it is happening for the normies at a slow pace, but for us at a faster pace. We're definitely looking at something new, that's for sure. We're definitely looking at our food production being uh, interrupted, right? Sabotaged, however you want to look at it. But no one else is seeing this because they're like, well, you know, 18,000 cattle or 15,000 cattle, or what was it before that? Uh, 3,000 cattle, that's nothing, that's not, that's not a lot. That's absolutely a lot, right? You got hundreds of thousands of chickens being... Um, exterminated, if you will, because of the avian flu, which now they're saying is starting to pick up again. again. So again, guys, we're definitely seeing something weird with the food. We're definitely seeing food factories go up in, in flame, uh, an airplane falling out of the sky and happening to hit a food manufacturing company. What are the chances of that, right? So this seemingly is part of the Great Reset. This is part of their plan their plan, guys, is not an immediate plan. It's a long, drawn-out plan. So this is something that we're definitely going to see for the next few years. But if they were to kick the Great Reset into high gear, will you survive that starvation period? Now, I know a lot of us who are preppers will. We'll make it through. We'll form communities. We'll band together. We'll do whatever needs to be done to feed one another. And I think a lot of us are probably going to move into communities with one another because that's the only way you're going to survive the Great Reset. You cannot survive the Great Reset. For example, me living in the city. It's not going to work. There are other preppers I can talk to in the city, very few, but what are we going to do? We're going to farm our own cow. We're going to farm our own produce in the city. It's not going to work. So we have to, unfortunately, leave the city before that happens. Now, a lot of cities, I feel, are going to be converted into smart cities and 15-minute cities. Paris is already starting that nonsense. Uh, so is Washington State. I forgot which. I think Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. They're starting their process as well. So it is happening. I know cities like New York are talking about becoming a smart city. That's where you're fully integrated with technology. So it's happening, guys. And though it's happening at a slow pace, it's not an immediate pace like, you know, a lot of us thought it would be. Nonetheless, it's happening. Now, the attack on our food, guys, that's the bigger thing. It's And it's all the way around, right? So it's not just, uh, you know, food factories uh, getting damaged or, 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 
you know, having fires set to them or planes falling out of the sky and landing on them. It's not cows and chickens being killed in these suspicious ways. There are also other factors at play that is diminishing our food. So farming, for example, is way less now. There are way less farmers now than there were, let's say, 20 years ago or 10 years ago. There are less farmlands available because our adversaries, for example, China, is buying up this land and not doing anything with it. Or they're farming or planting soy, which soy is bad for you. Right? We have less kids interested in taking over their parents' farms. We have the FDA and agricultural uh, regulations and laws and regulations here making it harder for people to farm. They come out with these insane laws and these insane rules. Some farmers are, are, are okay with it and other farmers are not. Farmers are not making money doing what they love doing. So a lot of them are leaving it because they can't sustain their family on being a farmer. So we have all of these things against us right now when it pertains to our food. So those are the reasons why we're running out of food. Those reasons right there, amongst others, right? You also don't have enough workers working on the farms to help the farmers produce the food. So these are the reasons why our resources are dwindling, not because we have more people on this planet. That could play a small role, but the bigger role is the farming agricultural industry. It is taking a beating. Farmland is being bought out by, again, multi-million dollar companies, and then they're just sitting on the land. You have, again, people not interested in wanting being a farmer, which is a big fucking problem. Um, you also have, again, our adversaries buying up farmland. If they're not doing anything with it, if they do something with it, that food gets shipped to their country and doesn't get uh, handed out here. So we're seeing all of these problems. We have the World Economic Forum lying to us about more humans, less food. Well, yeah, there is less food because there's more harm being done to the farming industry than anything else. And this problem, guys, is not just a United States problem. This problem is a worldwide problem. We're seeing this all over the place. We're seeing people wanting to change farming tax, or rather countries telling farmers to change their farming tactics. Countries telling farmers they need to grow less cows and less sheep because it's harming the environment. It's harming the ozone layer. It's causing climate change. Those rules and regulations are also making it hard for farmers to farm, at least when it comes to livestock. We have the farming industry also being told that they need to add new chemicals to certain produce. Meanwhile, a lot of farmers are not up for that. They don't want to do that. They don't want to deal with that. If you have to get into a bio suit to spray produce with these chemicals, clearly there's something wrong with that, with that chemical. And, and clearly there's something wrong with the chemical itself if you have to put on a bio suit to spray it on the food. Now, the FDA, guys, of course, they're part of the whole plan. They're part of this whole reckoning, reckoning our food. Our food is becoming destroyed with so many other things. I mean, hell, let's look at all the recalls we're seeing right now. I've never, I don't recall, uh, no pun intended, seeing so many recalls on food. Almost every week now, you got a recall of somebody's meat. 
And then you have the fake meat industry saying, well, at least without meat, you're not going to get E. coli and, and mad cow disease. And they're trying to make a case for themselves. They're trying to make a case for us to eat fake meat. Though fake meat, guys, the chemicals that are used to grow the cells to make the fake meat are more harmful to humans than anything else. So though they want to tell us that cows are causing climate change, the chemicals that they're going to use to grow the meat from the cell from a cow or a pig is going to be more detrimental to us than 500 cows, 2,000 cows, 10 million cows to our ozone layer, or to our environment, sorry. These are the cases they're trying to build so that they can get us away from meat. And of course, people are buying it. You got those climate change dick faces or those carbon footprint morons who, who uh, you know, want to show the world how they're lessening their carbon footprint. Every time they do something, they get a little badge. They share it on Facebook and Instagram like a fucking trained monkey. This is where society is headed now because they're slowly convincing people that your carbon footprint is more important than anything in the world. And the lower you get it, the more accolades you get, the more, uh, what do they call virtual rewards you get or awards. Sorry. You don't get anything real. You don't get anything substantial with those stupid awards, just a pat on the back. But the problem is guys, they play into our dopamine. Now, for those that don't know, dopamine is what, uh, keeps us interested in certain things, whether that's sex, comedy show, your Instagram page, your YouTube channel, your Facebook page. Every time you go on there and you see a like or a comment, you get excited. You make a post, you get a little excited that someone responded to it, whether it's good or bad. That triggers your dopamine to go up and gives you this this happiness, this, this uh, not euphoria, but just a, a, a happy place, right? You get it, you start a YouTube channel, you get your first comment, you're all excited and shit. That's the dopamine kicking in, right? So when they have the dopamine kick in for these awards, it makes you feel happy. And you're not really doing anything. You're not helping society at all with any of these stupid apps. But nonetheless, they want you to think that's what it is. So back to the starvation part, guys. The longer they keep us in line and unaware the worse this starvation thing is going to get for at least the normies and not us. Because a lot of us guys, we have our MREs, our canned goods, our freeze-dried goods. We're, uh, we're dehydrating a lot of our foods. We're talking to farmers so that we can go over to them on a weekly basis and put shit in our freezers. We have this thing planned out. But your friends, and most likely your family, are probably going to starve during the Great Reset. So... Of course, guys, another problem that a lot of people are not talking about is the China blight situation. So this is what they think is going to happen with a lot of the farmland that the Chinese have bought. They think that they're going to start a blight situation with our crops, right? And or with grass. So maybe cows can't eat it and crops can't grow, damaging our food production even more. The China blight thing is something you could definitely look up, guys, because I don't know where they got the idea from, but I could definitely see it happening. I could definitely see the Chinese starting some shit. Um, again, they bought the land. They could do what they want. Now, there are certain states that are looking to strip this land from these Chinese companies. I hope they can get it done, do the whole eminent domain crap, get the land back from them. This is probably the only time I agree with eminent domain. But 
again, our food is on is under constant attack. That is not a conspiracy theory. That is what we're seeing. Whether it's from within our government or outside of the government, i.e. the Chinese and or Russian, there is a problem and we have to deal with it head on. We can't sit there and ignore it, put our head in the sand and think this is not going to happen. It's happening. Anyway, guys, this is The Angry Prepper. Thank you for listening and I will catch you guys next week.